Chapter 4 Meet your fellow travellers. Top companies, familiar faces on the tour, are joined by Chinese newcomers. It's probably a cliche, but travellers are often divided into two types the adventurous and the safe. Those in the former group always like to go somewhere new, enjoying nothing more than the thrill of heading off piste, negotiating challenging terrains or unfamiliar languages, and generally pushing the envelope to get that new experience or that rarely seen vista. Then there are those who don't like to be taken too far out of their comfort zones, returning to the same familiar resort year after year and choosing the egg and chips option from the English menu in the local taverna. I would like to think that I fit firmly into the former camp, although having said that, I have been to Ibiza 15 times. But I can certainly understand that some have a fondness for their regular haunts and the greater chance of relaxation that familiarity brings. The latter type of tourist would certainly be feeling at home looking at this year's chart of the top 25 companies by the size of their R&D pipelines. There are no unfamiliar faces in the top 15 at all, which comprises exactly the same 15 companies as last year, with very little jostling for new positions either. It's a sixth year with the largest R&D empire for Novartis, although the company's pipeline did contract slightly from 232 to 213 drugs. It also once again originated the most drugs. However, it had a slightly less successful year, only being involved in two first launches, unlike in 2020, when it delivered three. It's still looking over its shoulder at its compatriot, Roche, which is runner-up again, but has posted a bigger fall in its pipeline size, putting more road between the two. The remainder of the top five, Takeda, Bristol Myers Squibb and Pfizer, each reported that their pipeline world was shrinking slightly too. The biggest climber in terms of places within the top 10 was AstraZeneca, up three places, but with only four more drugs, so not really in the conquering Everest scale of ascents. The British company had something of a chequered year, maximising its feat of being the first to market with a COVID-19 vaccine early in the year, but finding its agent falling out of favour as the mRNA vaccines from Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna overtook it. Only Sanofi and Eli Lilly, out of the top 10, also reported growing numbers of R&D projects, with the latter the sole member of the upper echelon for which the trend can be positively reported as upward. The stagnant or slightly declining pipeline tallies in the top 10 can at least in part be attributed to very low activity amongst the big hitters in the mergers and acquisitions arena. Novartis acquired Cadent Therapeutics early in the year, while Pfizer hitched its wagon to the star of Trillium Therapeutics and Lilly chose Protima Technologies as its fellow traveller. AstraZeneca's modest rise can probably be accounted for by its completion of a more sizable acquisition, Alexion Pharmaceuticals. However, both Sanofi and Merck and Co. bucked the trend by buying six and four firms respectively. Sanofi thought Kymab, Tidal Therapeutics, Kyardis Pharma, Translate Bio, Cadmon Holdings and Origim were just the ticket, while Merck made headway acquiring Oncoimmune, Pandion Therapeutics, Velos Bio and, in the year's most significant deal, Acceleron Pharma. But against this backdrop, four of the top ten, Roche, Takeda, Bristol-Myers Squibb and Johnson & Johnson, paddled their own canoes and stayed out of the M&A game completely. A most unusual state of affairs but a case of whatever floats your boat.
Overall, though, the landscape for deals through 2021, while not exactly a desert, was somewhat sparsely populated, with 116 mergers and acquisitions reported across the year, down quite a bit from the 142 we reported for 2020. It looks like the stay-at-home advice induced by COVID was being followed at the corporate transaction level to some extent too. One new frontier has opened in our top 25 chart this year, however. China. For the first time, we see not one, but two Chinese-headquartered companies have left the runway and entered the stratospheric heights of pharma R&D. Zhang Zhu Hengru enters the table at number 16, soaring up from 37 with a colossal 71.2% increase in its portfolio size. Meanwhile, Shanghai Fosum Pharmaceutical makes an even steeper ascent, surging 43 places upwards, with a pipeline swollen by 127%. A further Chinese young Turk, Bai Jin, sits at the gates to our chart at number 26. All in all, this represents something of a landmark moment for Chinese pharma R&D. It's often erroneously stated that the only man-made structure you can see from space is of Chinese construction, the famous Great Wall. But it's certainly fair to say that after a number of years of building a presence at a quite extraordinary rate, novel pharma R&D from China is finally on the map. Biogen and Sumitomo Danepon are the only other newcomers to the top 25 this year. But the former of these is just rebounding back in the chart at number 24 and was in the list of leading companies two years ago anyway. Falling out of the rarefied sky of this chart were Evotech, down 11 places to number 29. Servia, down 8 to 31. CSL Limited, down 3 to 28. And Ligand Pharmaceuticals, which fell somewhat more precipitously from 19 to 32, with a pipeline a third smaller. How do we square the circle of seeing such a sizable growth in the overall pipeline rate when 14 of the biggest 25 pharmaceutical companies are all reporting actual contractions in their pipeline size? At first glance, it might seem akin to more international visitors arriving somewhere, even though the jumbo jets landing there are carrying fewer people. The perception that the biggest companies are generating fewer and fewer of the contents of the overall pipeline is indeed correct. The top 10 companies only produced 4.63% of the drugs this year. A new record low, down from 5.27%. Similarly, the top 25's percentage fell from 9.36% to 8.51%, less than half the figure it was a decade ago. However, the contribution from the industry's smallest companies also fell slightly this year. The conclusion must be that it's in the mid-sized companies where most of the pipeline growth is occurring. Nonetheless, the biggest companies are fulfilling a role in providing these diverse pipelines at a time when most smaller companies attending to specialise in just a handful of therapeutic areas. The top 10 most visited countries for tourism in 2020 didn't change much on the previous year, despite a radically altered world. However, compared to 2019, tourism dropped by approximately 74% in 2020, with a total of a billion fewer travellers over the course of the year, making 2020 the worst year in recent history. France managed to retain its long-cherished top spot, followed by Spain and the US. The list is completed by China, Italy, Turkey, Mexico, Thailand, Germany and the UK. Early in 2021, 
data suggests that the list for that year was looking exactly the same. Our pharma company top 10 didn't change much either. But let's take a look at the pipelines of those 10 biggest of big farmers in a bit more detail. Eight out of the top 10 companies have at least one drug in R&D in all 14 of our therapeutic areas, with just Eli Lilly avoiding antiparasitics and Merck & Co declining to develop hormonal drugs. Bristol Myers Squibb has the greatest concentration in a single therapeutic area, with 136 of its 168 drugs, 81%, being investigated for at least one form of cancer. In fact, cancer represents the largest segment for all of these firms, with the exception of Eli Lilly, which has slightly more alimentary metabolic drugs in development. Merck Co. has the largest presence in anti-infectives, its 56 candidates, giving it one more than its closest rival in that territory, Sanofi. Talking of anti-infectives, how have the big hitters been tackling COVID this past year? How have their pipelines stacked up across the three indications we've used to cover the disease? Treatment, prophylaxis and complications support. Pfizer leads the way with 11 agents in total, building considerably on the four it had this time last year. The company has arguably become the world leader here, on the back of its hugely successful collaboration with BioNTech in vaccinology followed by what looks like to be the best direct antiviral we have thus far in Paxlovid, Nermotrelvir. All of the top 10 bar 2, Merck & Co and Takeda have bigger Covid pipelines than they did this time last year, with Johnson & Johnson coming in second with nine products. Bristol-Myers Squibb has the most antivirals, Pfizer the most vaccines-slash-prophylactics, with Novartis leading the way on therapies for complications of SARS-CoV-2 infection, most anti-inflammatories. Let's also look in the opposite compass direction, from the world's currently most common disease to its rarest. Just as many tour operators specialise in organising travels to obscure, unexplored, remote and secluded destinations in the back of beyond, known to few tourists, pharma companies are increasingly seeing that there is money to be made developing drugs for little-known and unexplored conditions. In our list of the top 20 companies by assets against rare diseases, nine of the aforementioned top 10 companies feature in the first 11 of this list. Of these, Novartis has both the most candidates and the highest percentage of rare disease R&D. Although further down the list, the much smaller Shape Therapeutics has the highest percentage of all. In this table, Eli Lilly has the lowest percentage with just 28.2% of its drugs being developed for a rare disease, in stark contrast to Novartis's huge 64.8%. Just as world tourism continues to expand, pandemic permitting, into ever more obscure destinations, snorkelling among the coral reefs in the tiny island nation of Niue, anyone? No, I'd never heard of it either. The world of pharma continues to grow, with more nooks and crannies in undiscovered companies than ever before. There are 5,416 companies involved in pharma R&D as of January 2022, an increase of 317, representing an expansion rate of 6.2%. Like the comparable drug figure, these figures are also higher than those seen last year, but to a much lesser degree. The 2021 data added 283 companies at a growth rate of 
so 2022 didn't post a stellar increase in the number of R&D firms like the 11.4% expansion we saw in 2020. The number of newly identified companies in the past year came into dock at 1,042, actually very slightly down on the previous year's record-breaking 1,055. But this again is a pretty extraordinary statistic. It means that 19.2% or almost a fifth of all companies developing drugs emerged in the past 12 months. And it also means that a net of 725 firms must have exited via the R&D departure lounge. Some of these will have ceased trading, while others may have gone into hibernation mode. And as they've not released new information on their drugs for over a year, we will have moved those drugs to inactive for now, and the company thus ceases to be represented as active. Of course, this departure lounge has a revolving door, and a small minority of these firms may yet be readmitted to R&D country. Once again, the large continents of Big Pharma are augmented by huge archipelagos of tiny islands of emerging companies. This year, there are 759 firms with two drugs and a massive 1,883 with just one candidate. Meaning that, taken together, these mini-enclaves account for almost half, 48.8%, of all R&D firms. Despite both of these numbers increasing over the past year from 733 and 1,849 respectively, the percentage they account for has fallen from 50.6%, which chimes with the fall in the percentage contribution from these companies to the overall pipeline that we witnessed earlier. Since our travel-themed report this year naturally has a geographical bent, let's look at the favourite destinations for pharmaceutical research and development. Like our earlier list of top tourist countries, this hasn't changed very much since last year. The order of popularity remains the same, but beneath that there are some subtle shifts. The percentage of companies headquartered in the US has fallen by 2% while those in the rest of Europe category fell by 1%. These falls came at the hands of one country, China. Its share of pharma companies leaps from 9% to 12%, a very significant expansion for a single year, and reflecting the fact that the number of companies based in that country has shot up by an astounding 43.3%, from 522 to 792 there is truly a boom in R&D going on there. While this gives you the nationalities, if you like, of the travellers on the pharma tour bus, now let's give more of a sense of where they're currently visiting, as we look at all drugs in active R&D and where their development is reported to be taking place. Each drug is counted once for each country it is in development in. Using this metric, the US comes in with 53.4% of all drugs in R&D being in development there by some distance the biggest proportion for a single country. China is the second biggest individual country, covering 20.8% of all drug R&D worldwide, with the UK, South Korea and Germany comprising the top five. And it's notable that there is a strong presence from Central and Eastern Europe. One of the beauties of 21st century tourism, at least pre-Covid, and almost certainly again post-Covid, is how truly international it is. One can pretty much take a holiday anywhere in the world. 
Whether that might mean relaxing by the pool and enjoying the nightlife in a resort like Puerto Vallarta, skiing in the Alps, or trekking through the rainforests of Borneo, few places are off limits to the tourists these days. Our company section this year again shows how truly international pharma R&D has become, especially now that China has come to the party big time. And although tourism has taken a major hit from the pandemic, pharma R&D has clearly not. In fact, the opposite is more the case. More drugs and more companies are offering an international smorgasbord of drugs in development. Travel makes a wise man better, but a fool worse. Thomas Fuller